Welcome to the All In Podcast, where we dive into the mindset, habits, and stories behind inspiring and passionate individuals who know what it takes to go all in. In All In, you can expect real and raw conversations with athletes, coaches, and leaders on topics like mental health, mindset, psychology, training, wellness, habits, and much more. We hope to leave you feeling empowered with motivational stories, relatable experiences, and actionable advice. And I know that I personally walk away from each episode learning something new. In this week's solo episode, I want to talk about why I believe representation in sports matters so much. So without further ado, let's go all in. So sports are such a great microcosm for society, and I sound really smart using that word, but I only just heard it on a podcast a couple weeks ago. What that word means is a community that encapsulates the qualities of something bigger. So sports show all the diversities and all the different things that are in society as a whole. And this is why I believe the diversity in sports is so important and representation in sports in sports is so important because it's important to have that representation in these communities because these communities reflect what society looks like as a whole so that no one feels excluded or like sports are not for them. For example, this month is Pride Month, and I think showing that there is no one way to look or one way to be a part of the 2SL LGBTQA plus community is so important because someone somewhere is growing up thinking that they might not belong or questioning who they are because they didn't see anyone like them represented in the spaces that they want to be in. So having stories and examples of people who you can relate with is just so, so important, and it's why days or months like Pride Month exist, as well as National Women's and Girls in Sports Day and things like that. So I know growing up, I thought to achieve my goals, I needed to look and be a certain way because I didn't see representation of other ways to be or look or paths to take. But now we see people in all different professions and communities with all different backgrounds, beliefs, identities, and so on that give people who are different than the stereotype someone to actually relate to and help them see that they can do it too and that they can belong in those spaces. So personally, I am half Venezuelan and half Canadian and I am not completely fluent in Spanish. And so growing up, it was really difficult to exist in both these spaces. So at school, I was already very much a tomboy and getting teased for that. And so in many ways, I didn't want to accept my Latin heritage because I really wanted to fit in with all the other Canadian kids in my class. When people would say I look so tan and so exotic and ask where I was from, I would say Canada and not mention my background at all. And I also want to acknowledge uh, before I dive more into this that I do have white passing privilege and I definitely did not experience a level of racial discrimination that others in the BIPOC community do. So now when I was in those spaces with like, let's say with my mom's Latin friends and their children, many of which who are still my friends now, I also didn't feel like I fit in because I spoke primarily English and they would all be speaking Spanish. Um, They had both parents that were Latin or both parents that could speak Spanish. Often my dad didn't really enjoy coming to some of these events because he couldn't speak Spanish. And so I couldn't converse with them all in in Spanish, and I felt like I didn't fit in into either world, right? Like at school, I was a little bit different because I had that Latin background, and then when it came to that Latin friend group, I was different because I wasn't completely fluent in Spanish, and I had partly Canadian background. And so for a long time, I really didn't represent my Latin heritage. In fact, I pushed it away. But now as I am unpacking these things and learning more about how, how important representation is, I'm feeling much more confident, you know, learning about and embracing that part of me and of my Latin heritage, because I know how important that could be for other people. You know, uh, when I'm looking at the sports that I was playing, like hockey and snowboarding, there was absolutely no Latin representation. And that was 
likely also part of why I didn't accept that part of my heritage as well. You know, I wanted to do well in these sports. I didn't see people from my background in these sports. I definitely saw people from Canada in these sports. And so I didn't really accept that other side of me. And when you think about it, like there's very, very, very few Latin snowboarders, let alone from Venezuela. And growing up, my parents would always say, like just in passing, that, you know, perhaps you could try to qualify for the Olympics as a Venezuelan athlete. And I always rejected that idea because I thought of it as almost like a way to get a spot easier. But now as I'm seeing like the most recent Olympics and I'm learning more about how much representation really does matter and unpacking, you know, some of these things in my childhood where I was like, wow, representation would have made a difference, you know, in my life. I'm seeing athletes like Eileen Gu representing other countries. It's, it's truly made me see how important things like these truly are for those communities and, you know, sparking people to get interested in those sports, interested in fitness, interested in moving. As I'm sharing, you know, the story about my Wella online, the messages I get and the things from Latin communities and how it's challenging the beliefs and I'm seeing it reposted on Latin community pages. I, it's just crazy how much of an impact and how much things like that truly do matter. So anyways, of course, missed opportunity there, but I do see how cool the, that would have been and the deeper meaning to it. And moving forward, my Latin heritage is definitely something I embrace more now and talk and post about. Um, and it's just really cool getting messages from people who are part of the Latin community and tell me how important it is to see someone like myself um, from their community in the sports and fitness space. So I was also recently reading an article about Hillary Knight on The Athletic that I really related to. Um, I actually had to pay to read it because it was behind a paywall, but I highly recommend that you you all check it out. Um, she discusses how important it was to be in the ESPN body issue. Um, she shares about body image and representing more muscular women. But then she also talks about how, you know, as much as that kind of kickstarted her career and her marketability, as she had to do more photo shoots, she felt less and less like herself because in these photo shoots, they're putting her in heels and lipsticks and they were trying to market her, um, her more as, you know, more feminine and in more feminine clothing than she felt or how she, or, you know, what she actually wore day to day. And I think this is a huge problem in the women's sports space because for a long time, it's improving slightly, but it still continues women and female athletes have been marketed towards the male gaze rather than as themselves and showing their diversity and who they are, what they wear, their sexuality and body types and so on. And now I think this is something that's improving, but there's just so much more room for improvement in the space and allowing female athletes to truly be themselves and have marketing opportunities for more athletes than just those who are conventionally attractive to men or who are made up to look like that beauty standard or for a male defined beauty standard or definition of, you know, what is and what isn't attractive to a male just for a commercial or a photo shoot or an ad. So long story short, if you can't see it, it's hard to be it. And I'm so glad there's such a diverse group of leaders in the sports community, especially on the women's sports side, which are truly leading the way when it comes to advocacy on issues like these. But there's also more work to be done. And if you are feeling like you don't belong, please know that you do. And maybe there's no one representing someone like you in the community that you want to be in yet, but you could be that representation for someone else. And with that, we will end things for now and I'll catch you all next week. If you like the podcast, the best way to support it is to leave a review and share it with a friend. Truly leaving a written review, letting us know what you liked and want more of and sharing the podcast so more people can benefit is the best gift you could possibly give us. Thanks again for listening. I'm so grateful for your support and I'll catch you on the next one.